Last week, we talked about Advent. Advent is the period of four Sundays or four weeks just before Christmas. Advent means coming or arrival in Latin. You know, this is the coming of Jesus into the world. When we remember his birth, we remember the birth of Lord Jesus coming into this world 2,000 years before. You know, those who observe or use these four Sundays and four weeks to prepare themselves, they, re- they really do it because they want to know, they want to sense the real meaning of Christmas. Advent reminds us the coming of the Lord, the birth of Lord Jesus Christ, the birth of Christ within us during the time of salvation, and the second coming of Lord Jesus Christ as he is going to come back to this world. Last week we saw the coming of the Lord reminds us the labor and pain associated with his coming or his birth in the world. That pain was upon the children of Israel until the deliverer Moses came to deliver them from the bondage. It was upon Mary and Joseph as they were struggling to lodge and deliver baby Jesus. The pain was upon Mary and Joseph as they had to escape and flee from the hands of Herod because he was trying to kill the baby. The pain was upon the inhabitants of Bethlehem and the surrounding areas because the, 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 the King Herod, he wanted to kill all the male child, all the male children below the age of two. The pain has been expect, experienced by millions of people today in the form of persecution as they chose to have Christ Jesus born in their lives. That pain that was upon the people of God during the time, during the birth of Lord Jesus Christ, that pain is today we see across the world, in every home, in every life, as we are all getting ready for the coming of the Lord. Even during his second coming, the pain and the terror, they are going to continue upon people, those who reject Lord Jesus Christ. Advent is not only a time to remember the labor and pain associated with this coming. Advent is also a season of expectant joy. Advent is also a season of hope for tomorrow. And today we are going to talk about Advent, a season of expectant joy. Advent, a season of expectant joy joy i'm sure since the birth of lord jesus christ that was announced to mary even though mary responded with a great surprise saying to the angel how can this be since i do not know a man it became a great surprise for her suddenly to listen to the birth of lord jesus christ in her womb and she was so surprised And she was so thoughtful and she was filled with awe and worry. But soon Mary started singing a song to magnify the Lord. 
her soul started rejoicing within her we are talking about advent a season of expectant joy we are reading from luke chapter 1 verses 46 through 49 luke chapter 1 verse 46 and mary said you know look at the way mary was rejoicing she just started rejoicing from within her you know coming of lord jesus christ brings joy to every home and mary said my soul magnifies the lord verse 47 luke 1 and my spirit has rejoiced in god my savior verse 48 for he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant for behold henceforth all generations will call me blessed verse 49 for he who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name Mary started rejoicing in the Lord and she went on and on and giving glory to God, praising God. You know, I'm sure there was a great expectation or expectant joy that was set in Mary since the time the birth of Lord Jesus Christ was announced. For any couple, especially for a woman, pregnancy is a time of 10 months waiting in anticipation even though it is a long time of waiting they wait with much joy and expectation of their little one joining them here on the earth just like pregnancy advent is a time of anticipation of the coming of the lord the savior of the world who was born into um, I would say the most unexpected setting that brought great joy to the people even when the angels announced the birth of Lord Jesus Christ they brought great tidings of great joy good news of great joy to the people of the world Advent is a time is a season of expectant joy before the birth of Lord Jesus people of Israel they were waiting of the promise of the Savior to be born. They waited with joyful expectation of the coming Messiah. And their joy, they had great joy because, you know, what they could foresee as a coming of the Messiah that brought great happiness and great joy in their lives. When the source of our joy is not God, it's not a real joy. Let me repeat that again. When the source of our joy is not God, it's not a real joy. It is a momentary happiness. But when the source of our joy is God, it is a real joy. Bible is very clear that joy comes from God. And our joy is a product of what God has done and what God will continue to do in the future it is an expectant joy it is a joy that we wait with a great anticipation our joy is a product of what god had already done in your life and what god will continue to do in your life advent is a season of expectant joy so during christmas season our joy must be due to what christ had already done in our lives or what Christ is still doing in our lives or what Christ will continue to do in your lives in the coming days you know during Advent we need to keep the source of our joy 
as Christ. You know, there are many Christians today, they don't want to celebrate Christmas just because people keep the source of joy, not as Christ, but something that can bring momentary happiness in their lives. It is true that Advent is a season. Advent is a time to relax as everything relaxed, as everything slows down. It is a time of, you know, to do great shopping because the season is anyway already commercialized. It is a time to be with friends and families. It's all important. Friends and families are very important. It is a time that, you know, we need to prepare good meal and have good meal. It's important. Let's never stop doing those things. You know, it's all important. In whatever we want to celebrate this season, it's all important. You need to do it. But Advent is a season of expectant joy and let the source of joy be Christ in your life. Advent is a season of expectant joy, but let the source of joy be Christ Jesus in your life. You know, I'm sure, you know, you would have done that earlier. Or, you know, probably you would have never thought this way. You would have never tried to do this in the last seasons in your life. But why don't you try this this season? Why don't you just keep the source of your joy as Christ? You can have everything that's going on, let everything go on in your life as normal, as you used to do every season. But in this season, why don't you keep the source of your joy as Christ? Today we see people having good times and happy moments in this season, but they don't even think about Jesus during this season. God wants us to keep Jesus as the source of your joy in the coming days. In that way, the season of Advent, Advent will not lose its significance. The moment we turn our attention to the worldly things, it loses its significance. But God is asking us this morning that why don't you keep the source of your joy on Christ himself. We're going to ask a question this morning to all of us. Why don't we ask the question to ourselves? In what way we can find that expectant joy in Christ? I'm going to help you with a couple of scenarios. In what way you can find that expectant joy in Christ? A pregnant woman, listen to me carefully and you are going to answer. A pregnant woman <coughs> waits for her baby to be born to enjoy her new arrival. Parents used to wait for their children to come, come home during this season from the boarding school to enjoy with them. Children have a great joyous moment to see their parents coming to pick them up at the end of the day from the daycare. A soldier who is coming back from the military camp he experiences great real joy in, the, in his heart of being with the, his newly wedded wife. In all these scenarios, there is something that is common in all these cases. There is only one word, you know, that explains the joy of people in all these scenarios. What is that word? Can you answer me? The word is relationship. 
you know through our relationship as we are able to relate ourselves with all the people that i have mentioned we have a mother have a deep relationship even with the unborn baby parents you know they have a relationship with their children they are just longing for their arrival during this season children you know they're waiting for their parents at the end of the day in the daycare they are just waiting for their dad and mom to arrive to pick them up and back home soldier coming back with a great expectation expectation of to seeing to see his wife you know relationship brings their joy in all these scenario advent brings a season of expectant joy through the relationship that we have with the Christ Jesus now in order to experience his birth and the joy of his birth we need to know how Jesus is related to us in what way Jesus is related to us this morning i'm going to help you <coughs> through six different relationships that we have with our Christ Jesus and each one is important you know through the relationship we experience the joy of being with the lord god number one jesus is our brother jesus is our brother the expectant joy of the season comes during advent as brothers get together you know it's a good time of fellowship when all three brothers could get together i remember you know a couple of christmas a couple of years before we three brothers we all could get together you know that was a real blessed time in a good family setup when brothers get together they share their childhood memories of being with their parents they cherish their relationship by allowing their spouses to talk to one another they cherish their relationship that fellowship by allowing children to play together brothers when they get together they have a good time they have a fun time christ is our elder brother that's what bible says romans 8:29 paul writes here for whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren in fact jesus is our elder brother you know this morning we are trying to understand advent how is it related to the joy that christ can bring in your lives it is important to understand christ you know in a very closer relationship you know sometimes we think jesus is god himself he came to this world and he saved the mankind and he is seated at the right hand of the father he is god but it is true that he is god but scripture doesn't stop there it tells us it brings jesus back to us and very closer to us and he puts jesus and us together and say that you are just like brothers and this morning god wants you to develop that kind of relationship with your savior on another occasion when jesus mother and brothers came and they were standing outside the door because jesus was busy inside talking to the multitudes someone came and told jesus look your mother and your brothers are waiting to see you outside and you know what jesus looked at the multitudes and looked at them and said mark chapter 3 was 34 and 35 here are my mother and my brothers was 35 for whoever does the will of god is my brother and my sister and my mother jesus relates himself 
as a brother to you. Jesus relates to the mothers as a son to you when you do the will of God. So we are learning a truth here, number one, truth number one. During Advent, your expectant joy is obtained by knowing that Christ is more than a brother to you. I want to talk to you a little bit. You know, we need to know that we share a common father. Our father in heaven is the father of son Jesus. We share a common relationship with father. Jesus is not somebody who is, who is, in, who, who, who is, who is in heaven. Jesus is not somebody who is far away from us. He is with us. He is our brother. Can you treat him as brother? Can you start looking at Jesus as your brother? Today you may not have your brother alive, but Jesus is your brother. You may be worrying about your brother who died years before. Advent tells you that Jesus is your brother. During this season, why don't you have Jesus as your brother? You've been worrying about your brother who is no more. You've been worrying about your brother who doesn't really care about you. You've been worrying about your brother who doesn't know that you are existing on the face of this earth. But this morning Jesus is telling you, why don't you start thinking about your real brother? The one who can be with you. One who can always be with you like a brother do. He is more than a brother. Number two, Jesus is our friend. Friends are not necessarily relatives. Most of the time our friends are not really related to us. But they stick much closer than family members. Friends, they share secrets. Those secrets, they can't be shared with others. They share secrets among themselves. Friends, they share, they care, they support, they encourage, and they motivate. Even they sacrificially love one another. Friendship is a relationship that cannot be compared to any other relationship. Friendship stands outside of all the other relationships that we have within family. Friendship is a relationship. Only, in fact, the only relationship that survives most of the challenges of life. Even today, some of us, you know, you may, not be, you may not be there in the same nation where your friends are today, you may be away. But through media, when you find, when you could identify, or when you could locate some of your old friends, you know, that really takes you to the memories of old. And you cherish those times, those memories, you try to connect with, you try to inquire about their family, where they live, how many children they have, what do they do? You know, all this information. Friendship is something that is so precious. And this morning I want to tell you, Jesus is your friend. Proverbs 18, 24 says, A man who has friends must himself be friendly. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. There is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. You know, Solomon could foresee that brother coming to this world. Solomon could foresee that brother being your brother and my brother, and he is much more than a brother. Today he has become your friend. He says, 
there is a friend he's referring to Lord Jesus there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother brotherly love is so affectionate so loving and so caring but there is another relationship that's much greater than brotherly affection is friendship John chapter 15 verses 13 through 15 the words of Jesus John chapter 15 verse 13 greater love keep reading greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends you are my friends if you do whatever I command you no longer do I call you servants for a servant does not know what this master is doing but I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my father I have made known to you you know Jesus made himself available for us Jesus revealed himself to us he spoke to you know he spoke to us you know through many occasions in many occasions to reveal about himself he spoke about himself very openly you know he was not like other spiritual leaders he made it very clear the purpose for which he came to this world and today we know where he is and today we know what kind of hope we have in today we know what he does and today we also know what he is going to do in the coming days he made everything clear about himself you know friends they share the secrets they don't hide things so the truth number two that we learn today during Advent your expectant joy is obtained by knowing that Christ is more than a friend for you today you may not have any friends simple reason is no one likes you no, nobody's willing to stick with you but God wants you to find the joy the real joy in Jesus because he can be your friend are you willing to take him as your friend are you willing to build that friendship with the Lord Jesus why don't you keep him as your friend during this season of Advent because he sticks closer to you than your brothers than your friends than your sisters than in fact your best best friend Jesus can stick closer to you can you can you keep him as your friend the reason for the joy during this Advent is our source of joy is in Christ Jesus and he could be our brother he could be our friend let's move further Jesus is our mother Jesus is our mother the expectant joy of the season comes in Advent by knowing that Jesus is more than a mother you know mother is the one to whom we run into in times of difficulties mother is the one you know we rely on we depend on during the moments of pain and sorrow and confusion the way our mothers comfort us no one could comfort no one else could comfort the way your mother could comfort you when Jesus was lamenting over Jerusalem let's read the scripture together Matthew 23 37 oh Jerusalem Jerusalem Jesus was crying over Jerusalem we are trying to find the motherhood of Lord Jesus Christ 
the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings but you are not willing Jesus is telling about himself he want to gather people of God gather us today as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings you know chicks coming running to the mother when they are so afraid chicks coming you know come running to the mother when they need the warmth you know then when they need the warmth of the covering they come running to the, its mother you know some of us never got this privilege of experiencing this joy this comfort this safety and this satisfactory relationship with our mothers for some reason some of us could not get the joy that they get that moment of comfort and that care from our earthly mothers unfortunately you never saw your mother the way Bible describes a mother many times in your life when you lived with your mother are still living with your mother you feel that you she's so partial you feel she's showing favoritism if she gives preferential treatment to your other sister or your other brother but Jesus can be more than a mother to you are some of yours blessed with such a mother but today you lost her already she's no more Jesus is saying you need to find that motherly relationship in Jesus are you missing that relationship are you missing your mother she died a couple of years before and still you cry over her still you think about her but this morning God is telling you that you need to find that relationship you need to find that covering you need to find that comfort and joy and, and, and that satisfaction by keeping Jesus as your mother during this advent Jesus is saying you need to find the relationship in him he can be more than a mother to you in the night times when you think about your mother when she's not next to you why don't you call Jesus who can be more than a mother to you in Isaiah 66 verse 13 Isaiah 66 verse 13 he says as one who his mother comforts I will comfort you I will take care of you the truth number three that we are learning today during Advent your expectant joy is obtained by knowing that Christ is more than your mother for you number four Jesus is our father Isaiah 9 6 says for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given keep reading and his name will be called wonderful counselor mighty God and everlasting father what is one of the names of Lord Jesus everlasting father prince of peace and in John chapter 10 verse 30 Jesus said John chapter 10 verse 30 I and my father are one Jesus is your father Jesus revealed our heavenly father to us you know brothers and sisters can be replaced listen to me 
friends could be replaced but father could never be replaced god wants you to know your relationship with the lord jesus what you miss you know uh, in your earthly father could be found in your heavenly father lord jesus christ you know fathers play a vital role in all of our lives father is the one children look up to in order to build their future father is the father is the one who teaches courage and boldness and ability to handle the challenges of life father is the one who sets goals and help you to achieve the goals in your life father is the one who continues to be father even when you become a father even when you become a mother he continues to be your father even today when your relationship is broken when your relationship with your husband is broken some of you have your fathers to go to you will find that safety when you are back to your father your husband is not treating you well and you are not being treated in that house well and always you remember you have a place to go that is your father's house that's where you go the prodigal son when he lost everything he did not remember his mother but he remembered his father jesus can be your father today for those who are not having your father with you or you have him but he is not the kind of father who we are talking about this morning this season brings you great joy of knowing that jesus can be more than your father he knows you well because he is the one who formed you he is the one who created you he bought you with his own blood and he wants you to come back to him and call him father truth number 4 during advent your expectant joy is obtained by knowing that christ is more than your father for you if you don't have your father if your father is already be with the lord went to be with the lord do not worry do not cry just think about your savior lord jesus who can be your father he can do everything he can arrange everything how the father would have arranged everything for you he can take care of your future do not worry about your children your father can take care of you number 5 jesus is our husband jesus is our husband the most terrible time in the life of a woman is to lose her husband some of you lost your husbands probably in the very early stages of your lives it's a terrible thing to live with somebody for 30 years 40 years 50 years 55 56 years and suddenly lose him even more terrible is to have her husband for a woman it more terrible than even losing her is to have her husband alive but he is not living with you anymore listen to me carefully this morning i believe god is speaking to us even more terrible for a woman is to have her husband alive but unable to receive his affection and love affection and love even more terrible it is to see all his love and care is going to someone else who is not you it is more terrible to see your children going back and forth between two houses because of the divorce 
Today we see this very common in the world. Many lives of women are totally shattered and totally affected today because of this broken relationship. Second Corinthians, Paul says in Second Corinthians chapter 11 verse 2, For I am jealous for you with godly jealousy. And he says, For I have betrothed you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Can you read that again? For I am jealous for you with godly jealousy. For I have betrothed you to one husband that I may present you. Paul is saying that he may present you as a virgin to your husband, that is Christ Jesus. Today your husband is Lord Jesus. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25. Husbands love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. You know, Christ is just compared to husband. The reason is, he knows your struggles. Your husband may not care for you, but Jesus cares for you, cares for you today. Truth number five, during Advent, your expectant joy is obtained by knowing that Christ is more than your husband for you. That's a wonderful truth for some of you, those who are going through the tragedy of life, tragedy of separation. He wants you to develop a relationship with him. Listen to me, today you miss your husband. You really miss your husband, even though he lived his full life before he died. But you still miss your husband. What you miss today could be found only in Jesus, the one who lived with you, or the one who is still living with you. You could never see him as your husband because he destroyed, or he's still destroying your life and the lives of your children, and you are not able to accept him as your husband anymore. You expected that love from him, but he was not capable of giving that love to you. You can't find that love and compassion and care from the men of this world. And this morning God is telling you, you can find that only in Jesus. He wants you to know that he can be more than your husband this morning. As we go through this brokenness, when everyone says that it is a season of Advent, you are not able to accept that as a season of Advent because you're going through your brokenness. And this morning, this message comes to you that Jesus wants you to keep him as your husband. Finally, number six, Jesus is our high priest. We talked about the earthly relationship and we can't close without relating our savior, our brother, our friend, our mother, our father, our husband. We can't just stop that relationship without relating to him, without relating him to the eternity. Number six, Jesus is our high priest. Hebrews chapter four, verses 14 through 16. We'll read that and then say a couple of things before we close. Hebrews chapter four, verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, 
let us hold fast our confession for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin verse 16 let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need jesus sympathizes in our weaknesses you know this is powerful this morning if you know this truth if you get a, get hold of this truth you know this truth can set your life free this truth can heal your body this truth can deliver you he sympathizes in our weaknesses he was tempted the way we have been tempted today he endured the pain in his body that the way you have been going through pain in your life today he's calling you to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and you may obtain help in times of need what your brother cannot give what your friends could not give what your mother cannot give what your father cannot give what your husband cannot give your high priest can give you remember he's standing in the very presence of the living god this morning i want you to just get into a mood of attitude of prayer hallelujah remember he's standing in the very presence of the living god only he is found worthy to open the book because he is the lamb of god you know one touch when you receive from the high priest from your high priest your life will be set free one touch when you receive from your high priest your body will be healed this morning he is an intercessor for you he is willing to take your case to the father in heaven because he is the high priest standing in the middle when you are down when you are confused when you are in sickness when you are in pain he is interceding for you to the father in heaven you know what he also will take you when you are all done with on the face of this earth he is the one who will take you to the father in heaven and one day when we go there we are going to see him in heaven we are going to see our high priest in heaven until then he wants you to keep him as your intercessor as your mediator instead of going around telling people that your problems why don't you tell your intercessor your high priest and he will handle it for you number six truth number six during advent your expectant joy is obtained by knowing that christ is the high priest in heaven christ is the high priest in heaven I want to quickly summarize and pray Advent is a season of expectant joy. The joy comes to you by knowing your relationship with Jesus. During Advent, your expectant joy is obtained by knowing that Christ is your brother. Christ is more than a brother for you. He's more than a friend for you. He's more than a mother for you. He's more than a father for you. He's more than a husband for you. And he is the high priest in heaven. This morning, shall we get into a time of prayer?